Welcome to Covered, a health insurance podcast by the Montana and Mountain Health Co-op. Purchasing health insurance can be complicated, expensive, and downright intimidating. We're the world's first podcast designed specifically for you, the individual, family, or business looking to make the important decision on quality health insurance, told through the stories of our members and insurance experts. If you're looking for answers about insurance opportunities in Montana and Idaho and seek some inspiration along the way, we've got you covered. In this podcast, we interviewed Audrey Kilby. Audrey is a business analyst here at the co-op and wears many hats. We go deep into terminology that is just plain confusing in the health insurance world. What's an out-of-pocket maximum and why should I care? How does my deductible actually work? And we cover the ins and outs of our current open enrollment period and how to take action. If you're wondering about some of the complicated terminology of the health insurance landscape, this episode is just the one for you. Enjoy. Just like that, we're live with Audrey Kilby. Audrey, welcome to cover the podcast. Well, thank you. I'm excited to be here. It's great to have you. And Audrey, for those uh, first getting introduced to you, can you introduce yourself for us and tell our audience what your role here at the co-op is and maybe how long you've been here? Sure, I'd like to talk about that. So um, I'm a business analyst, and the traditional sense of the business analyst is that you're working on computer systems behind the scene. And here at the Cope, we look at that a little bit differently. And I really work on member escalated issues as well as system administration. And I've been okay. here about two years. Member escalated issues. Explain what you mean by that. So anytime someone has a problem with their account where the billing came out wrong or something is not showing correctly on their line of benefit or the expected plan and timeline that they're supposed to have that plan, Mm -hmm. doesn't show up in the system, doesn't look right through the marketplace or the state-based exchange that we work with, which would be healthcare.gov or Your Health Idaho, uh, I fix those. Um, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that, having... You know, anytime somebody submits a claim, what percentage of the time would you say, you know, things don't go as planned for folks? I would say it's a pretty low. Yeah. Considering we have, you know, 30,000 members, I would say that it's, you know, 2 to 3 percent. 2 to 3 percent. Yeah, it's really not that bad. But yeah, then... that's lower than I would have expected. And this, yeah. do, you, do you credit that with the co-op's ability to just be transparent with, you know, what you're covered for? Um, in-network doctors, that type of thing, the communication, or what would you attribute that to, that that number's not higher? I would say communication is number one. Number two would be that when they have a problem, they can call us and we can handle it over the phone and be, oh, I see that error, let me get it fixed. We're here and we're available. People. Yes, people behind the the number. Yeah. That's really key. Um, And so what's your favorite part of being a business analyst for the co-op? That's a hard question. There's a couple things I enjoy about it. I like the problem solving. Um, It's like a little puzzle every day and every one of them, even though it may have come through different avenues to get to me, it's it's different every day. There's something I haven't seen before that I get to try to figure out and I enjoy that. Yeah. Um, You work with a lot of people. They'll call you and, um, and they might say, you know, it might be a Tuesday afternoon for you and to the person on the other end of that line, um, it's a really big deal, and it's one of the biggest Tuesdays of their lives. They, their, their financial, you know, well-being might depend on the answers that you're about to give them or uh, the direction that you might send them. 
can you talk a little bit about that responsibility and um, maybe just without names, of course, but a situation where you worked with someone and felt like, you know, today was a good day. I really helped somebody and the co-op stands for something. My favorite part of being a business analyst is that I also get to be the travel agent for our business, for the Center for Excellence and Travel Benefit that we offer. Oh, wow. And it's my favorite thing to do because I'm helping people get funds to pay for a trip to our Center for Excellences, which which is the University of Utah. Mm-hmm. And they have the Huntsman Cancer Center there and the Children's Pediatric Clinics and things. And so my job, part of it, is that I get to schedule those hotels, buy their plane tickets, give them $500 just for going, oh, wow. pay their gas. And it's a fun phone call to make and be like, hi, I'm here to make this possible for you. Yeah. And it feels so good. That's amazing. <laughs> I can tell that that's like, okay, when that happens, you're you're really into it. Yes. <laughs> On the other end of that line, though, somebody, you know, is excited about the benefit, but their, of course, their health is in, uh, you know, a, a precarious situation that they need the support that – so is that benefit, can you explain that a little more, that they, a hospital in Montana or Idaho does not provide the expertise that perhaps is required? That's basically okay. it. It has to be a, a procedure that would be a better fit for the University of Utah and also has to be super high dollar. And also they, they have a whole list of criteria they have to meet to be eligible for the plan, and that determination is made at the U, they get to make that decision whether they're eligible for the travel benefit or not. But then, yeah, as soon as they're eligible, I get to do the rest. Yeah, what an amazing benefit that is. That Would you say folks know about that, that are signing up for the for the co-op? I don't think they know about it yet, and yeah. that's what we're working on real hard right now is getting yeah. people to know. And for 2020, it's going to change a little bit. I mean, it's yeah. still going to be there. We're doing some other additional things. But, yeah, it's going to be there, and it's an awesome benefit. I mean, I've helped so many little kids get, like, major leg surgery and yeah, things like amazing. that. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, if they didn't know about it before, listen to the podcast with Audrey, and now now you know. know. Ask about it. And you can call, and Audrey's there to, to help out. That's, that's what's pretty amazing about the co-op that I've noticed. Like, we're here. I don't know if people realize that if they're watching the YouTube video, like, we are in the offices of the co-op. Um, when right before we recorded i went downstairs and there's people helping people down there and I'm like audrey we're we're up and and here we are it's not uh there's not just a giant phone bank in you know texas that we send support calls to right uh, it's it's pretty cool can you talk a little bit about the culture here and in, in your brief two years that you've been here just what you've noticed compared to maybe other places you've worked because this is healthcare is new for you Totally new. Yeah, and so joining the co-op, what what has surprised you about the co-op that you maybe didn't expect? One of my favorite things about working with the co-op is that our CEO is so approachable. Like, you mm-hmm. can talk to him about daily life, and he cares. And he's comes out and meets our members, and if somebody's downstairs, like downstairs we're doing, it's open enrollment season, if you didn't know. Open enrollment. <laughs> yes. Quick shout out. Get, yeah. to the, get to those websites. Yeah, absolutely. So, And he comes downstairs, and if someone happens to be down there, he stops and talks to them. And he's like, hey, I'm the CEO. I'm, my name's Richard, and I'm awesome, and I'm here. Yeah, and thanks <laughs> and for cool. being a member. And yeah, it's great. And any questions, here's my card. And Yeah, and I think every one of our leaders is like that. I mean, he's not the exception. He's definitely part of the team. And I really love that culture and that we try really hard to be thinking about, you know, the members when we make any decisions that we do here. The member comes first. We yeah. really do think that whether it helps our, you know, 
make decision making processes always get decided, you know, at the upper levels and board members and things like that. But they always ask everybody that works here what their opinion is on whatever they're deciding so they can get our perspective, too. And I appreciate that. Yeah, it seems like when you're a co-op, of course, you're member driven. And so the members have a real voice uh, and it's not just hearsay. In all the interviews we've done, it it comes up again and again that this is real. You know, Mm -hmm. the the members show up to the board meetings and they're on the board and they they have a voice and 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 people listen, which is really, I think, unique in 2019 and 2020. Um, Can you talk a little bit about your journey into healthcare and why you chose healthcare as a career? I have been spent most of my adult life working in the social system, so social worker, mm-hmm. um, different rehabilitation centers, things like that. Wherever I've lived, that's just what I've been drawn to. And you get kind of emotional overload working in those type of places yeah. from the heavy duties that you have to take care of. And so I wanted something new that I could express that still social work feeling where you feel like you're helping someone. And so I looked to healthcare, and Montana Health Co-op just kind of popped up on my browser one day, and I was like, I didn't even know that was in Montana. What's that? Hmm. And I went into the website, and I started researching it, and then I contacted one of the people who work here, and we became, like, conversational. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, you should be part of our team, and then it just kind of happened that way. Very cool. Yeah. Um, what would you recommend for folks out there that are listening and saying, you know, I want to be part of something bigger than maybe the position I'm in now, and the co-op seems like a place where I could get involved and make a difference and be part of this thing bigger than myself. Uh, Are there opportunities for folks like that? Occasionally opportunities come up. I mean, we're always looking to, I think because we're, I'm going to rephrase that and say that I think as a small company and we're trying not to get huge, that we have a limitless potential of where we could specialize. Right. Like we could bring anything that we currently outsource for vendors in-house and be the experts in that area. I mean, we're kind of don't have a ceiling at the moment. So yeah, anytime it's a fun place to be. Absolutely. And I think that just calling us and talking to our leadership and maybe come to the board meetings and be like, hey, have you guys thought about this as a good way to get the idea out there? And heck, you never know. You might get you a job. Right. There you go. <laughs> um, when you talk about sort of the limitless potential, um, can you talk to our members out there that maybe don't know where to start, that they are maybe underinsured or they're 25 and they're turning 26 or they have a family and they're adding to the family and they just need someone to talk to about, like, I'm, I feel like I'm paying a lot for health insurance. What are my options? What is, how does co-op make a difference? Um, what advice would you have for somebody like that? Do you talk to people in those situations from time to time? Every day. We yeah. talk to somebody who has no idea what they're doing about insurance, doesn't know the words, doesn't know what to ask, doesn't know where to go. I mean, there's a, a myriad of things that come up daily. And even though we work for the co-op, we can still make recommendations to get the best coverage that you need. It's not maybe about making sure that you sign up with us, which is important that right. we want the business, but it's also important that we take care of people. And if the better way for them to do something is to, you know, look at other options, then we definitely will talk about that. And Mm -hmm. they get to make the ultimate decision, of course. But you can always call and talk to us and we'll walk you through any of the situation that you have coming up. I mean, we get strange questions 
all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Today, for example, I had someone call and ask me if they went overseas, would they still be covered by MHC? And the answer is yes. Yeah. But it's going to be expensive. <laughs> but if something happens, can that, you know? yeah, here's here's how that works. Yeah. Right. And those are good questions to ask and call yeah. and get the answers to. Yeah. Open enrollment's happening now. Um, if for those listening in November or December of 2019, by December 15th, I suppose. Or sorry, 2019. Did I say 2015? 2019. Okay. And, and December 16th for Idaho. <laughs> December 16th for Idaho. Um, what advice would you have for people? Get started early. I'm sure we see a lot of people <laughs> logging in the last week. Yes. And yes. hey, if you're listening, if health insurance is something you have questions about, even if you have health insurance now through somebody else, but just want to explore options with the co-op, reach out, give us a call, hop on the website, check it out. Yeah, I also recommend if you're in Idaho to get, and you're looking to get that advanced payment tax credit, the subsidy, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely get that done. You get have that to ball call. rolling. You have to call and make make sure you got that done before we can help you. So good. Get that ball rolling. Get that ball rolling. Call Audrey. Don't call Audrey. Don't call Audrey. <laughs> call, email Audrey. Text Audrey. Right. Get online. Get online. Um, Audrey, changing gears a little bit, mm -hmm. you mentioned in our pre-interview questionnaire that you have some unique hobbies that you enjoy. Can you divulge <laughs> what you're passionate about? Okay. So to be perfectly honest, I wasn't sure if I should make something up and be like, I like origami. No, this and, is about the so, people of the co-op. So the truth is, I'm a professional nerd. <laughs> My family... And all of our friends, well, maybe they're not quite as good as our family, but they're okay. We help them. We uh, are a large piece of a cosplay group that specializes in Star Wars costumes. Amazing. This is unbelievable. Yes. <laughs> My husband is the president of the club. He was just voted in this year. And we travel around the United States being invited to different comic cool. conventions on how to build armor. This <laughs> on is how incredible. To, <laughs> on how to professionally build your costume so that you look like you walk off the movie set. Around the United States. Around the United going States. Going and teaching people how to do this. Yeah. That's really neat. It's a weird hobby, but you know what? The reason we chose it is because we know that there are a lot of strange things that our kids are going to have to deal with and some ugly things that they're going to have to grow up just knowing about because it's the world. And yeah. we wanted to raise them around magic and fun and superheroes and fun things and this was a real easy door to step into because my kids love star wars and i remember the movies came out when i was a little kid yes and today they're still coming out with new ones in yeah. fact like there's a new one coming out today um, really yes <laughs> i didn't even know this is this yeah. the han solo one no it's the mandalorian no, on disney I should plus know this <laughs> and I'm... that is specifically what we do as mandalorian costumes okay so, so it's you're... super important to us <laughs> so but you're here recording a podcast yeah on this all important day instead of watching disney plus at home luckily there's <laughs> some clouds in the sky you can rush home fire up the disney plus that's right cool that's so cool um so how long have you been doing this about five years five professionally years? great before that we were learning and um, met with some people in georgia who are professionals in the business build costumes for the movies and We've met a lot of really, really cool people, really famous people, and just hung out for, like, hours at, like, dinner. and oh, wow. Like, not, like, you know, like, when you go to Comic-Cons, you have to, like, pay to see them, and, like, yeah, you right. can do that. But, like, that's not very fun. But we actually get to, like, meet the people, and they come to us to ask questions, be like, how did you build this? How and, did this yeah. work? Yeah. 
the experts cool. in the field. That's cool to be like the hub of a, you know, of a, cool. of a network. That's really neat. Well, <laughs> thank you for sharing that and yeah. not saying something lame like origami. You're right. Andre, you get, for those of you who practice origami out there, disclaimer: it's okay. We, it's okay. We think cool. that's cool too. Um, and Audrey, how can people um, find out more about? you and uh if they have questions how can they get in touch with you can we put some info in the show notes maybe for how to get in touch with you if they have questions about montana or idaho health insurance yeah so um as as my role here as a business analyst i'm not necessarily available for all people to call me and give phone calls okay yeah we can definitely if you do call me directly i can help you with most of it or at least direct you in the resource that can get you the help you need yeah good point because you're doing a lot more than just fielding calls so we can um, put some different contact info in our show notes today this is kind of our open enrollment episode so folks listening are going to be having questions about this and uh, you've provided some really great wisdom what are there any questions that i didn't ask you that you were hoping i would ask or any last bit of info that you were like you know kyle our listeners should should know this or this is a key point to take away or, or do we cover it all? I think there's one other thing that I yeah. think it would be important for our members to know, and that is definitions of some of the things they might come across in their explanation of benefits or while they're looking for insurance. And I just Great. wanted to go over like three or four of them. Yeah. Let's just to do make it. real clear that you know what these are. Because I get a lot of calls like, what does deductible mean? What is coinsurance? How does that even work? This is good. Health insurance explained should explain yeah. some of the terms. Yeah. So I brought a little list. Okay. With me, let's run through it. And I just wanted to go over, I think I have four of them. Do you want me to like ask you? what each one is and we can you can that's fine i numbered them okay numbered them let's start with one (laughs) audrey i got a note saying i need a copy of copay copay sorry i thought i'm reading this wrong we're we're live here uh copay or copayment what what's that all about so the copay is in our contract with providers we have decided that this amount of money your copayment will help us keep your costs low and so we have you pay this amount to the provider that you want to see mm-hmm. as part of seeing that doctor. Those co-payments do go towards your deductible. Yep. And eventually your out-of-pocket maximum. Let's give a real-world example. I go in, um, I think I broke my finger playing softball. I'm, I go to the doctor the next day, a bone and joint place, and they take a look. They do a quick, they do a quick x-ray. I'm like, ah, oh, you know, it's just a really bad sprain. Um, I go and talk with the front desk person, and then we start having discussions about co-payments. And I'm confused. What might that look like for me? So, for example, if you were on one of our plans, you would pay a specialist office pay to go see a bone and joint person. Generally, they're considered specialists. Okay. So you're going to pay a little bit higher copay. It'll be about, you know, for example, on a bronze plan, it would be like a $60 copay. 60 bucks. Yep. Okay. And then what happens is that doctor goes okay thanks for the copay and then they for example send us a bill and we say oh you haven't met your deductible which is number two deductible okay and deductible (laughs) deductible is the amount you have to pay out of your pocket before we start paying some of your claims and benefits for you yep i feel like a visual is really helpful here yeah it's almost like kalispell creamery for those of you in montana uh there's the cream on top it's like your deductible is the cream on top, although it's not as fun as like the chocolate yeah, milk cream. Not even close. So so then you use up the cream, but then you have, you know, 90% of it is regular milk. 
90% of it is covered, but your deductible is that first 10%. So if we're going to look at it like like a bottle of cream, so the yeah. top is the fatty butter. Right. The second layer would be the whey and then the milk. Yeah, yeah. Okay? So the, the top butter portion would be the deductible you have to meet. The second part, the whey part, would be the coinsurance, right. meaning the time between you've met your deductible going into your out-of-pocket maximum, and the milk would be your out-of-pocket maximum. Got it. So kind of like you have to pay those three things kind yep. of – Okay. that way before it goes into it. Yeah. The m second most important definition I can think of is balance billing. People okay. get so scared when they hear that word balance billing. And an example of that would be you went to a doctor. Let's say you live in Montana and you went to Washington mm -hmm. and you got into a car accident and you go to the ER. Well, we're going to pay that ER as if it was in network because you're in an emergency situation. Right. But the federal government says we can only pay $300 for this broken leg. That mm -hmm. is the set rate that's all we're allowed to pay. So we'll pay that because that's an in-network thing. However, the doctor says, well, this broken leg, I want $6,000 for it. Right. And we say, oh, well, we can pay 300 and then you, the member, are subject to balance billing okay. for the rest of that. So you'll owe the rest of that. So that's why it's really important to check your networks yeah. and make sure your doctor's in-network and that you're looking to our provider network and for those. And that's pretty standard plans. across health insurance plans. That's it, not, is. Yeah. it is. It is. Let's talk coinsurance, or so you kind of a, did just yep. talk about the coinsurance, um, and annual out-of-pocket maximum. So this is something that I think people may or may not be surprised by, but let's educate them on what is an out-of-pocket maximum, and every plan has this. Yes. So it's the final dollar amount that you have to pay before before the co-op plan pays anything that you turn in at 100%. So for the milk bottle example, the butter is the deductible, the whey is the co-insurance, the mm -hmm. milk is the manu annual maximum out-of-pocket, or what we call in the business, the moop. The moop. The moop. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what a silly Hopefully word. you don't have to get into the moop, but right? if you do, yeah. But yeah, so once you meet that maximum out-of-pocket or annual maximum out-of-pocket, you're done paying. You don't pay any more for the rest of the year. Okay. We pay all of it. Everything above and beyond that is covered by the co-op. What is of, an average? Of covered benefits, right? Of covered benefits, right. What's <laughs> an average? Six, uh, 6,500. 6,500, okay. So the, the most, most popular plan. Yeah, okay. Um, that means if you got into a really bad accident and you're on one of those high deductible, high maximum out-of-pocket plans, yeah. you're going to pay six grand for whatever you had happen, and then we're going to pay the rest of it. So really, when you look at your $50,000 bill the for your car accident and surgery and all that stuff, mm -hmm. you're paying a very minimal portion of it in got the it. end. Got it, okay. Um, Audrey, this has been highly informative that that last part was really great so thanks for covering those i think that's helpful for all of our listeners to hear is just here are the nuts and bolts here's the definitions that you're going to hear don't get confused get educated and we really appreciate that um so thank you very much you've been a great guest thanks this is us signing off from the mountain health co-op <laughs>